0: Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is.
1: Your host, Suge Burry. What would if you say what you
2: want to say?
1: You know, have you ever gone to a dinner party or an event and you run into somebody that has an amazing story and you're like, people need to hear the story? Well, those are the guests that I have here sitting with us today. And you guys, you have got to go on YouTube. Find us at uh, himforher.org or himforherradio. Go on, go to YouTube. You'll see these amazing faces, women's hot topics. Today we have Cassie, Mike, and Ellie Frazier, They're so cute. They're sitting together and I met them at an event. You guys, welcome to the radio show. Thank you, Thank so, you much. so much. <laughs> shook. Thank you, Hi, Ellie. <laughs> we want to hear your little voice. Hi, honey. Hi, Shug. Hi, Shug. <laughs> So they're just so adorable sitting there, and I just love it. So I'm um, I'm at an event um in, in Florida here. And a friend comes up to me and says, you've got to go over, introduce yourself to Cassie. She's got a super cool story. And I had the pleasure of meeting not only Cassie, but Mike and Ellie as well. And you all know I'm a grandma wannabe, so I've kind of adopted Ellie as my grandchild while we're here. She's so adorable. And um, she's got a story. We only have a short amount of time. I want to make sure that we get started, friends. Um, but Cassie, can you tell us a little bit about the three of you real quickly to our guests?
0: So... Um I know Ellie is five years old, and ever since she was a little tiny baby, we've been traveling all over the country through, you know, by airplane. And ever since COVID hit, now we just travel full time in our RV around the country. So Ellie gets to meet different people, experience different, you know, places. And so it's been. And I get to meet new friends. Meet I new friends. friends. She has yes. a bunch of pals all, all across the country. So it's really incredible. I love that.
2: Mike, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I've been an entrepreneur since I was around 19 years old. And uh, I worked really hard in my 20s and my 30s uh, so that once I did find the woman that I wanted to be with and have the family that I wanted to to raise, that uh, I would be able to kind of call the shots and and enjoy life with them rather than kind of you know life pulling me whatever direction it went we are able to call the shots and and it's been a lot of fun um like you were in a, in a motorhome a coach and we travel uh non-stop to different cities and we get to spend every single day with ellie and homeschool her um and i get to work while i'm on the road uh, as needed you know how that is and um you know we just enjoy life every day i mean uh, we have an unbelievable relationship we were friends for a few years before we uh, began dating and then got married um and it, we just live a, a really blessed life we really uh-huh. really feel very fortunate
1: Amen. But then you had some issues that came up, which is going to bring us to the purpose of the show. Uh, friends, have you ever wondered if God hears your prayers? Uh, do you ever feel, does God still heal today? I met this family, like I had mentioned, at a function in Florida, and I want you guys to listen into the story because it's amazing. So Cassie, I, you know, when you and I talked, you said the first sign that something was wrong is that I believe you described it as your brain felt like it was electric. What happened and why did it feel that way?
0: So I just uh, went to bed that night and I just woke up in the middle of the night. Um, Just I felt really funny. I just uh, I felt a little off. And then all of a sudden I just felt this tingling sensation through my body and especially my brain. It just felt electric. And then, um, I woke up my husband and I told him that I think something is wrong. And that's kind of the last memory that I really have, but I started, um, seizing. So, um, I was rushed to the hospital and, uh, and so, uh, it turns out that, uh, you know, they, I went to two different hospitals. The first hospital said that, um, Uh, you know, I was just having panic attacks, nothing's really wrong. And then, uh, you know, I was having about two seizures an hour after I went home. And so I I couldn't take it anymore. And so I, Michael ended up taking me to another hospital. And uh, from there, they did extensive testing. I was there for about 11 days in the hospital, they really couldn't pinpoint exactly what triggered it or just to give me a diagnosis? So that's kind of how how this started off. So and how long ago was this? This was uh, the end of July in 2020.
1: So, Mike, what are you thinking uh, through this beginning of this story?
2: Well, um Yeah, I remember it very well. Uh, It was around 2 o'clock in the morning at the end of July. I I think it was July 29th. And, um, yeah, she woke me up, and and she said that she was uh, feeling like her brain was uh, feeling electric. And then all of a sudden, I would never actually think been in very close contact with someone who was having a seizure, let alone somebody it was a family or a loved one. Um, And uh, so I, I, you know, called 911, of course, um, and we were just trying to get down to the root of it. Um, but it was, a, it was a devastating turn of events uh, that led us down a path for the next three months of uh, Cassie having for the next few weeks intensive uh, seizures over, over 50 a day um, oh where she became completely incapacitated to the point where she was bedridden um, and every care had to be taken care of down to being able to eat or bathe or she lost the ability to walk. And um, uh, it was just an absolute devastation. And on top of it, no doctors could tell us why it was happening. Um, we actually, I think in total saw 16 neurologists. Oh, man. an period who never gave us any type of um, uh, insight. And uh, so we began to, to, to basically try every single type of remedy. I had to really jump in and, and begin taking care of Cassie as if she was a, an incapacitated, you know, 100 plus year old woman. Um couldn't feed herself or even, you know, use the lavatory or the bath or anything or walk. And then I had to take care of Ellie as well. So we quickly put her in school. And then I went and tried to begin researching as much as I could, um, you know, uh, every different avenue that we could. And, you know, Cassie really uh, got deep into her faith. And luckily, we had a lot of people around us that uh, would contribute to that as well. Um, So we began doing amazing uh, group prayers. Uh, we had a lot of people come out and, and really help us to the point where, I mean, we had people on the phone with us for three to four hours at a, at a time in prayer, nonstop.
1: So, you know, there's yeah. such power in prayer. And Cassie, you had mentioned as well that your aunt and your mother uh, would pray for you guys daily and you still pray together daily, which I think is just yes. amazing because the hand of God uh, is moved by prayer. Did you, could you feel the impact of those prayers?
0: Oh, uh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to say the least, yes. Um, you know, when I knew, uh, how much it meant to me and, uh, just feeling it, knowing it and believing it, um, every day, it, um, my faith got stronger, um, through prayer that now that's all I do. Every single night I have a prayer group with my aunt, my mother. So now we just pray for different people and situations.
1: Um,
0: that we're experiencing.
1: So um, to get back to where we were, you went to the first hospital. They said it's panic attacks probably. The second hospital kept you for 11 days and did a series of tests. Uh, Mike is taking care of you and Ellie at home. What happened next? What was the turning point of all this?
2: Um,
0: so it, it happened when um, I was trying, you know, I just got off medication completely. And I just decided, okay, well, you know, this is a very rare incident and nobody really can tell me any answers. So this has to be uh, made for me in my journey in life. And, and uh, what really made me believe that was when I went to an acupuncturist in Del Rey and he um, he prayed over me before he began uh, the treatment, the, the healing. And, um, and after he left the room, I remember just glancing up. And I just saw just shadows. And I felt like they were there watching over me. And it was very profound uh, feeling. And I remember I told my husband, I said, this is going to be one of the best things that ever happened to me. Um, and I didn't know exactly why I said that but I felt like it it was told to me so I could believe it when I said it out through my own mouth.
1: (laughs) So the acupuncturist prayed over you um, and he was, you know, when you and I chatted, you said he was calling down angels to come and protect you and heal you. And when you looked at those shadows, what did those shadows look like?
0: So I I didn't see an exact uh, form as it was just very blurry. Uh, I just saw... Uh, the head all the way down to the torsos but they were standing all together and they were all facing me Mm. so it just chokes me up i I just feel
1: like it's the saints or it's angels coming and they're and they're you know healing you in the situation so what happened after that you turn to mike and you tell him this could be the best thing one of the best things that's happened in my life then what happened the doctor comes back in
0: Oh, the doctor just comes back in and I don't, I don't even know exactly what I told him or uh, what I didn't tell him, but. You did tell him
2: that. You I You tell him what you saw and that it was like one of the best experiences, but she was in really, um, um, you know, still really bad shape uh, when we went there. She had to be wheelchaired in. She had to wear green goggles over her eyes. She had to wear, you headphones. know, ear headphones, noise canceling headphones. No visual or, you know, stimulation audio at all. stimulation was the ability at all. Otherwise, she would have a seizure immediately. It would cease. That she'd start. And um, so, anyway, we went there, and that was one of the first you know, real, real kind of turning points. But when she got off medication, that was the biggest thing. So the doctors, of course, tried to just give her every prescription in the world. She could hardly keep her eyelids open. And they felt that that was going to be the remedy, which, of course, you can't go through life like that. And they said, this could be a lifelong thing. We don't know if this will ever stop. So this mm-hmm. could be your new normal, if you will. And um, and so uh, I researched a lot and got her some CBD. Um, and uh, CBD, she went from having 50 seizures immediately that day. We began a sublingual CBD regimen, and um, she went from 50 seizures a day to five. Wow. That was where started she started the prayer group. That was where she could begin to, to be cognizant and, and aware enough that we could begin to do prayer groups with her rather than just not like over her. Exactly. <laughs> you know? That was mm-hmm. the turning point. She was able was, to
1: participate in that. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, What happened after that?
0: Um, I did see a neurophysical therapist and um, I told her some of my goals, uh, physical goals, and she understood uh, uh, the brain and just, you know, I actually prayed, (laughs) now that I remember that, I actually prayed um, asking for a doctor, like some kind of guidance because I didn't, I didn't feel right going to just a standard physical therapist. And I knew that I, being a nurse, I knew that I should have, um, found a, a neuro, somebody that actually understood the brain. And, um, and I don't know, I, I can't remember exactly how I found her online, but she was just a mile from the house and um
2: that was a bit of a miracle it I was
0: taught. i i mean because i prayed for it too because i, I just i couldn't find anybody she's, to take care she, of me. she was a needle
2: in the haystack so yeah. we contacted like 20 different physical therapists she the reason kind of backtracking is she lost the ability to walk um mm-hmm. for being in bed and she got down to like 79 pounds um she couldn't walk we had one little step this high to get in the front door of our house and she couldn't even lift her leg enough to get into the front door of the house if i took her out in a wheelchair to walk her around which i tried to do a few days a week um so we found this one physical therapist who was a neurophysical therapist there are no other around and she had just opened her office up that month one mile from our house and there was no one else in south florida that did her specialty that we could find And so that was really incredible, (laughs) incredible that she just kind of like fell right into where we needed her at that time. And she was a blessing. We, we, we couldn't, we just did backflips over her. She was amazing. Everything that Cassie threw at her, she knew exactly what to do. Cassie walked in and she began having a seizure within the first minute she walked in the office and she, she grabbed her and she said, Mike, I got this. And she just got her back. And within like seven to nine days she was not only walking but had the ability to almost like jog a little bit so wow
1: wow and, you know, i mean the blessings uh, of god's
2: prayers and no. the doctors even said there that what has happened to you should not happen it does not happen and what has happened to you is a miracle
0: exactly you know, i, I, believe I in even miracles. told her i even told her the um you know this this crazy idea I told Michael I said you know if I ever make it through this I want to go on an adventure and uh, one of the things that we always wanted to do was to get an RV and travel and so Michael just went out and he, <laughs> yeah he he found a coach and I told I told the uh, Juvie my physical therapist this and she said okay she's like you know what I'm gonna make it my personal goal that I get you to the point where you need to be in order to go on this adventure.
1: So you went in there, you had a seizure, you could hardly walk, and you look at yourself today, and you look like a perfectly healthy, beautiful woman. What time frame was it from that point to this point?
2: Three
0: months. Yeah, of three or four, like yeah, it was months. three months yeah. of
2: intensive you know, I would say issues, uh, these, these issues that we were having extreme, extreme issues. And then, but it's, it's, it was a struggle all the way through, like, you know, once we got over that kind of that initial hump and we were able to bring it down from 50 to five seizures and then down to, Oh my gosh, it's been a week. Oh my gosh, it's been two weeks. And then it's been a month. And then, you know, I think for the following year, once we got it down to zero for like, uh, you know, one or two or three week period that she only had like one or two episodes uh, very rarely uh, came back and so but it's a, still a daily struggle that's why she's uh, continuing to be so deep uh, within her faith and that she you know is in the prayer groups every night and we all say it together so they're always on speakerphone and Ellie and I are all walking around saying all saying the saying
0: pra- the prayers as they do <laughs>
2: it's kind yeah. of a, it's become a family ritual and we haven't missed one night in, in uh, 15 16 17 months now it might have been So every single night, 365 days a year.
1: Wow, that is just wonderful. I love in Jeremiah, it says, Heal me, O Lord, and I will be healed. Save me, and I will be saved. For you are the one I praise. And I tell you, giving God back that praise for healing. And I know there's a lot of people out there who are struggling with health issues, not only health issues, but life issues. What have you uh, been able to draw away from this? What have you learned from it?
0: So, uh, uh, quite a few things. Um, not all, just the, just the way that I pray. I don't ask for things. I don't, you know. I've def- definitely changed my perspective on um, how to pray to God, and basically just thank Him for everything that I do have, and thank Him for for the lessons that I'm learning through struggling, and um, and just thanking Him even even say, for instance, you know, I had really bad uh, migraines when I had my seizures, I would say, I would say, thank you for my brain. Thank you for this healthy, strong brain that I have. Thank you for giving me this. And, and, you know, and I would just go through and thank him for all my struggles, basically, because I know that with him, I can persevere and um, I can get through anything. So um, that was one major thing. Also, not to to judge anybody. Um, you know, subconsciously, I think that we that we tend to look at people and have you know word or commenters something in our mind, and um, maybe not necessarily pay attention to that. But I really started to pay attention to any kind of judgment that I had towards anybody, it, um, because you just have to realize that everybody is. Carrying their own crosses, if you will, mm-hmm. and um, to see that, or to know that, you know, you can't necessarily know what they're struggling with, and just to respect them in their journey in life and where they are, learning their lessons that God has intended for them, and um, and every and just like that, and just with their faith, you know, I think that I believe that everybody has to go on their own spiritual journey to find god if they don't have them in their lives already and uh, uh let's see um, basically um you know asking for help asking for assistance when you need it saying you know for you know if i if i can't forgive somebody that did something wrong to me or said some horrible comment i basically if i cannot do it in with myself i ask god for help i ask angels for assistance. I ask Mother Mary uh, for assistance and in helping me um, with anything that I have that I cannot do on my own. Um, and then also, I would have to say just um, learning to accept. Uh, learning to accept the struggles that you have, I think, is the most difficult for me. Accepting these crosses that you have to carry. Because once you realize that, God has provided these for you as almost like gifts because, you know, he blesses you in different ways, even through difficult times. You just have to realize and change your perspective and know that these are gifts from God and you just have to see the good in everything that he gives you.
1: You know, most people would say, well, a seizure, um, you know, I know we're going to get a lot of people listening where their children or their loved ones are struggling with seizures, but you have said that this uh, was a, Basically, a blessing in your life. What would you tell them, and why is that?
2: Oh, you so want to say something? Something just jumped out to me right now. I mean, the the I'll let you think about it for a second, okay. but uh, <laughs> but we wouldn't be sitting here with you right now. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know, and and beyond all those things, we've shared a lot of great experiences. We've known each other, what, for that we met about three months ago, Mm -hmm. right, Uh, at the beginning of the season here in, in in the Motor Coach Resort. And we wouldn't be sitting here on this couch having this, you know, conversation with you right now.
1: And sharing what God has done. it's just amazing what he's done in and through you guys and in our suffering, in our trials. You know, Jesus did not say to give us a, a fluffy life. He said, Lord, help me to be with them in this life, that he will be with us in this life, which I find so powerful. And I remember you had shared with me, Cassie, that you had prayed, you were asking God yeah, you know what to pray for. And he kind of put on your heart, pray for abundance. Can you tell me uh, what that meant to you?
0: So I didn't actually understand what that meant at first because I said, well, okay, I have everything that I need. I have food, I have shelter, you know, I have my family. What more could I actually need in my life? And I, I didn't really understand that until I started looking up prayers for abundance and then um, there was one that I ran across that I really it just completely clicked in my brain, knowing that it's God. It's my abundance for God and having God in my life and and having faith and believing. And um, it was really powerful once I read that. And once in a while, I still go back and I say that prayer whenever I feel like, you know, uh, like, I, I want to go out and I, I feel like I need more of this or that. I just say, okay, I don't need that. What I really need is God. And once you, and, you know, even when you feel like envious of somebody, you know, once you really feel God in, you, in your heart, you know that he'll, he can fill any void that you may have. And so that, that was really powerful. So the abundance is God and having God. Within you.
1: you know, what a profound thought for all of us to remember when we need abundance. It's only the Lord Jesus Christ that we need in our life. Um, in Philippians, it says, and my God will meet all of your needs according to the riches of his glory in Jesus Christ. And as we wrap up here, Cassie, you shared with me that you want to take this experience to help other people. What is it that you're trying to do now?
0: So my new journey, uh, something that also helped me was um, going through this, this time of, of, uh, it was, I met this spiritual lady and she developed this technique called emotional alchemy. It basically transmuting difficult um, traumas or emotions and transmuting them to positive ones, such as today I was, I found out that my girlfriend had passed away and that's, you know, a load of grief on you, and the only way that I could get through that was to um, it take a form to that, feel that in my body, and give it a, a color and a shape, and basically raise it up and to give mm-hmm. it to God's light. And yep. and in return, you turn it turns into the opposite. Grieving turns into gratitude. So Amen. therefore, I'm, I'm grateful for her life to be shared. Yes.
1: And I love that too I love to pray and praise I like to turn things around Especially when it's difficult times Just exactly what we're talking about We're going to take what's negative in our life And turn it around And give praise to God for what it is Hey friends If you are listening for the first time I am so thankful you're with us Thank you so much Cassie, Mike, and Ellie For joining us on Him for Her Radio Women's Hot Topics This is Sugbury. You know I love you Over
2: and
1: out. Hey, ladies.